Good morning, everybody. Hope you had a great Easter. So we are now in Exodus 18. And in a quick review, we know that the children of Israel went through all the plagues on Egypt. They got to that last one, which was the death of the firstborn, and that started the Passover for the Jewish people. And to this day, it is still in effect. They still uh, celebrate the Passover and have the Passover meal and still recall a story. And in that event of the Passover, the Pharaoh says, okay, get out. And they pack up all their stuff. They head on out. Pharaoh changes his mind, goes after them. They end up at the Red Sea, and you know the story where it's parted, and they are delivered by the Lord through the Red Sea on dry ground. So that's kind of where we are. Um, shortly after they got out, they went through a series of things like finding water that was bitter and having um, Moses take a tree and put in the water and turn it sweet, which is kind of symbolic of uh, the cross, the tree being the cross, making the bitterness of sin and our fallen condition sweet through the atonement of Christ. So... Shortly after that, they're hungry, and the manna comes from heaven, and their needs are provided for. There's a war that comes on them, and you remember Moses stands there, and his assistants hold up his arms. As long as he holds up his arms, they prevail. And the Lord fights the war that way, and again, they are delivered. So that brings us to... They're in the wilderness, and Jethro, who is Moses' father-in-law, uh, brings Moses' wife and his family to him in the wilderness. And Jethro kind of stands around watching this whole thing of this gigantic group of people that have been brought out of Egypt. Um, and he's a little bit disturbed. He was excited and, and rejoiced in being reunited, and it was, you know, kind of a big reuniting party sort of a thing. Um, and Moses sits down and tells him everything that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians and the whole story that I just recounted to you and how the Lord had delivered them. And Jethro was thrilled and rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who hath delivered you out. And, but he, but when Moses' father-in-law kind of watched to see what was going on, he 
said, What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone, and all the people stand by thee from morning until evening? So what was happening was everybody would come to Moses and um, want direction and want, you know, I had a problem with this and you had a problem with that, and they were wanting Moses to sort things out. And Moses' father-in-law said, This thing that thou doest, it's not good. Thou wilt surely wear away both you and this people that are with you, for this thing is too heavy for you, and you shouldn't be doing this alone. So listen to me. I'm going to give you counsel, and then you take it to God because God's with you, And you just see if that counsel is something you ought to listen to. Um, Be thou for the people to God word, that thou mayest bring the causes unto God. So here's the plan that Jethro outlines. First of all, teach these people ordinances and laws. Secondly, show them the way that they have to live and the work that they have to do. Thirdly, perceive or figure out people's spiritual gifts, their talents, um, figure out who the able men are, good men who fear God, men of truth who hate covetedness, and place them to be rulers over thousands and rulers over hundreds and rulers over fifties and rulers over tens. And then fourth, let them judge the people at all seasons. In every great matter they shall bring unto thee. So let them figure out these small things. And then the fifth thing, if you do this thing and God commands you, So in other words, this is just my suggestion, but take it to God. Then you're going to be able to endure. And all this people shall also go to their place, to a place of peace. So those are some great principles of organizing and delegating and not trying to do everything yourself. So then we get over to chapter 19. And they're in the wilderness of Sinai. And if you remember, that's where Moses was when he saw the burning bush that started this whole thing. So he goes back there with these people. They pitched in the wilderness, pitched their tents, and Israel camped before Mount Sinai. And Moses went up unto God on this holy place, this holy mountain to him, and he was told, okay, so this is what you say to the children of Israel. You've seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. So first of all, you can see that I have already delivered you. Now, therefore, because of that, you need to obey my voice Keep my covenant. So those two things. And then 
you will be a peculiar treasure. You will be given exalting power and blessings. And that's the order things go in. You recognize that God delivers you from spiritual death and sin. And because of that, you love him and want to obey and keep his covenants. And because of that, you change and become a peculiar treasure and exalting power is given to you. So then, um, the Lord has something special prepared for them. And he says to Moses, go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow. So two days. And it's a ritual cleansing. So they're purified. So wash your clothes, get clean. Um, and then set bounds around the people so they don't get too close to the mountain. They don't get, you know, there's certain conditions of which they should, should be. And the preparation then is they are given in chapter 20 um, the Ten Commandments. First, he starts out, God starts out with reminding them who he is. I'm the Lord thy God. I brought you out of the land of Egypt. I brought you out of bondage. So now that you remember how much I love you and what I've done for you, now these are the things that I am going to teach you so that you can have a happy life. Don't have any other gods before me. No graven images. Don't bow down or serve any. Now they came from a place where they had graven images, statues and things that they bowed down to. But in our day, our gods that can come before our Heavenly Father are things like money and greed and power. So then he says, uh, don't take the name of the Lord in vain. And with that one, it's not just watch what kind of language you use, but every Sunday when we partake of the sacrament, we promise to take his name upon us. And if we do that without trying to behave like he would want us to behave, to think like he would want us to think, to watch out for other people as he would want us to watch out for other people, then we're in danger of taking that name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. Don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness against your neighbor, don't covet. And those are just the 10 basic blessings of life. When you follow those, you are prepared to put your feet on the covenant path. And on the covenant path is where we find his blessings 
for us. Well, everybody have a great week. And always remember to follow the Savior's admonition to come follow me.